Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District, episode 106. I'm Nathan, that's Trev, and that's the stoner. Let me get our, our boxes Whoa. in the right order there for weird. you. I know how important it is to some of our viewers who watch us every Wednesday at 7.30 on our YouTube channel that we're in the same spot, and I agree. I think it makes, you know, as part of that consistency... Hmm. Uh, of our show so good in fact speaking of consistency we are celebrating our two-year birthday that's right uh that was yesterday so uh congratulations gentlemen 106 episodes two years of doing this i love working with both of you in fact it's it's not really work it's it's just fun to do yeah this. it's just a pastime it, it is a lot of fun it has been two years and it doesn't seem like it either no, well, you're, in it half really you're, in, you're in half for me right yeah, well, two years. We're gonna say well, even well, if you joined us in August, you're 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 looped in with with Ref the District. You are a part of our Ref the District blood now. So that's right. uh, we got a great show for you here today on one zero six in the cooldown. We're gonna be talking about whether or not Washington should tag Deron Payne. Hmm. We saw the numbers came out. He's the most likely ta uh, tag target for Washington. We'll talk about whether or not they should, if they do, how much that's going to cost, or is there another person you think Washington should tag? All that's going to come down in the cool down. For the game, we're going to talk about who Washington should cut to save some money and who they should extend or restructure. What are those contracts looking like? Save some money as we go into this offseason. Currently, not with a lot of cap space, but how are we going to make cap space that's all going to be coming down in the game here in the sky bar warm-up yeah. we're going to be talking about the pro bowl and the senior bowl and pebble beach all that's going to happen in the warm-up but before we get to that portion the nfl said goodbye to one of the greatest of all time one of the greatest to ever be a part of this game um, and so we want to pay our respects, of course, to Bobby Bethard, who died at the age of 86, uh, spent more than three decades as an NFL executive, was the guy responsible for hiring Joe Gibbs, drafting Hall of Famers Art Monk, Russ Grimm, and Daryl Green, uh, and was a part of Washington's uh, Super Bowls in 82 and 87. So uh, may he rest in power, as they say. Uh, big part of Washington's, you know, franchise and and the reason why we're fans today. Do you guys have anything to say about Bobby Beathard? Um, too old. I'm too young to really kind of know what he was for this franchise. But after you saying that, I just learned a lot. And I have a question: Is he any relation to C.J. Beathard, the quarterback? Yeah, I think so. I think C.J. Beathard is like his grandson or great something. nephew yeah. or something yeah. like that. Okay. It's like his. Yes, I do believe yes. so. I do. I remember them when CJ Beathard was coming around. That he was like grandfather of quarterback CJ Beathard. Oh, there we go. Grandfather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Cool. So, yeah. yeah so uh, Bobby Beathard is a huge part of this team's history. A huge part. The behind the scenes brains that put that entire thing mm. together. This whole organization uh, together. So uh, you got to give a whole lot of. Um, props to him and like nathan said we don't realize it but he's a big reason why we're fans of this team 
because of what he built behind the scenes into a mini dynasty for 20 years. So yeah, pour some out for him tonight. Yep, absolutely. I know with that intro, a lot of people probably thought I was talking about Tom Brady, but we don't care. He's not a part of the Washington franchise, That's so right. we're going to move right past that announcement and, uh, and give a big shout-out to my mom here with a $5 super sticker. Of course, our super chat is always open. Appreciate you, Mom. Appreciate uh, you. For, Very for much. One. So let's let's get right into the the conversation here. Again, our warm-up is brought to you by the Sky Bar. You can head down to Lexington, Virginia, see Trev in person, mention Ref the District, and your first drink is on us. Take advantage of that if you happen to be in the area. Uh, for our Sky Bar warm-up, we're talking about the Pro Bowl. Washington has five players in the Pro Bowl. So we have Terry McLaurin. We have Jonathan Allen. We have Tressway. We have our man Reeves. Uh, Reeves era is in there, Jeremy Reeves. And now we also have the guy we're going to be talking about in the cooldown, Deron Payne, also yes. representing the Burgundy and Gold. Major this Tutty. Pro, this Pro oh, Bowl. Don't disrespect oh, yeah. Major Tutty. All right. Major Tutty's going to be there as well. <laughs> Obviously, one of the Washington Entertainment uh, members is going to be there. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, you know, representing the Burgundy and Gold. Uh, this year, it's a little bit different, though, guys. It's not like the traditional Pro Bowl game. They're going to be doing skill challenges. They're going to be doing a flag football game. I want to know, what are you planning on tuning into? We'll start with Trev. Um, probably some NBA action. Uh, maybe, you know, something else other than the Pro Bowl events this weekend. Because mm. personally, bro, the skills challenge means nothing to me. It's not going to proved to me why they made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Dodgeball is not going to prove to me why they made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Black football is not going to prove that. So I might, you know, be tuned in and just see how it's formatted and how it works out, but I'm not going to spend too much time on it, honestly. So are there some reruns of One Life to Live? Or yeah, maybe some company or something. General we'll Hospital. Yeah, I might play some video games, be outside. Might go to I've work never, you know, so. never watched the Pro Bowl. Never, I mean, I have. Never. Not even Sean Taylor taking out Come a hunter? Oh, that was... Watch highlights of it, but uh, I've never watched it. In the last 10 years, probably haven't even watched highlights. It gets softer it. and softer every year. Yeah, so. I, I watched it. be a joke. Because it was well, that's still why, like, that's why they're not playing football. it this year, right? Because it just got to be way too soft. Yeah. Right. So they're. That's Does why that they're change though with the with it changing to a different format where we're going to see flag football? Yeah. Because because it, it, so I can see being called soft because they're not really tackling, they're not rushing, they're not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. But now you're going to just have to pull flags. Are you going to see a little bit more? spicy play no Probably you're gonna not. see a bunch of guys half button out there with flag football because it's an extra paycheck that's the only reason why they're there yeah. like I, I tweeted earlier and i don't know i could be wrong whatever but it just i have a problem with these players busting ass all season long to be rewarded by a dodgeball tournament in the pro bowl i just don't but i think they, it's fun but for can't them. they yeah can't they just be rewarded by Going out there and hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, or just say they're a pro bowl player. 
free trips. Yeah, don't even have family. a trip. Just nominate, just give them the award, send them a plaque, a trophy, or a medal, and keep it moving. Don't have them fly out there. You're paying them literally to fly out and have have a party weekend. Right. Dodgeball, flag football. That's okay. But I, I would the players too, like, like that. In fact, race. I think a lot of the players were upset when they took it away from Hawaii because that was like a trip. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, they got to well, go to Hawaii yeah. with the family and everything and yeah. kind but of like, enjoy it. You think like Jeremy Reed, Jonathan, Deron Payne really wants to go and play flag football on a day off where he could just train or do something way more fun than, I mean, he's getting paid to do it, but like, come on. All right. So here's the offer. I'll give you a uh, a free, probably first class flight. Okay. To Orlando. Okay. Right? I'll give you a, a first class hotel to stay okay. in. You, your wife, right? Yeah. Um, all the free food, all the free okay. drinks. You just okay. got to show up to a couple events, do some glad handing with some sponsors, right? You know, show your face around a few places like that. That's all I'm asking you to do in exchange for you uh, getting this free trip to Orlando with, you know, car service and, like I said, first-class plane tickets and all. What's wrong with that? I'm good. You're going to say no to that? He's definitely taking it. He's. I can do that any other time. I I play for the National Football League. That probably happens all the time. Yeah, but they're they're paying for it. Yeah. How much is the the check? Like 10,000? How much is the check? Um, I think it's more than that. Probably. Oh, you mean the check in terms of on top of all of that? Yeah, the, no, pro the Bowl, Pro Bowl. Like, pro how Bowl much check. are you gonna pay for the Pro Bowl? Right, check? Now, now you got me looking it up. Yeah, I don't know, but let's just say it's it's thirty grand. Okay. I don't want to do that. I mean, if it was in Hawaii, yes, but it's in Orlando. I can go yeah. to Orlando tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, it's not some, it's not Vegas. It's not mm-hmm. New York City. It's not Malibu. It's not Hawaii. It's Orlando. Yeah. Well, what if you got three kids? And you've well, been this dying one's in to Vegas. Take Why are we even talking about Orlando? This oh, one's in okay. Vegas. This one's in Vegas this year. Yes. Oh, okay. What's well, in Vegas? This, All right. I was, I was wondering gotta, when you brought up Orlando. I mean, they had it in, or, I think, it, you know, they had, they had it in Orlando Florida for many or, years. Yeah. But well, then, yes. My answer is yes. If I'm okay, going so Vegas, you got a problem with yes. Orlando. You don't yeah, have a problem it's with Orla- what they're doing. It's Orlando. It's like, eh, but Vegas. Well, also with what you're doing, like, at least. Do some real dodgeball, bro. Dodgeball. I actually think the dodgeball is actually one of the better events that they play because they get they get into that right. They they actually they actually yeah. do get into the dodgeball. They did not get into the game. They they just, really did not care about the game. That was just kind of a a silly thing that they had to throw throwing pads, and that's why I think the flag football might be more exciting. What I'm not too exciting about excited about is like some of the players that sneak in there. Like I get the star players, Tyler, they want Tyler Huntley is going to be representing. There's seriously nobody else. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is there. Derek Carr, Derek Carr got the invite after Huntley. That's how I I just don't understand how it's supposed to go here. I do understand this though from Alcatone, a $10 super sticker. Much appreciated there. Thank you kindly. Gus Bus has a great question now that we're on Huntley, by the way. If Heineke was in the AFC, mm-hmm. would he have been nominated to the Pro Bowl over Huntley? Yes. Yeah. 100%. And I ain't even saying that. You all know how I feel about Heineke. So, yeah. Yes. 
But you all, but you know, they also, I'm sure they went through like a list of guys and asked them and they didn't want to go. So they didn't do it publicly. You know what I mean? They didn't go out and say, well, we're going to invite Ryan Tannehill. I'm just making something up or, you know, Kenny Pickett. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't go out and say, we're going to invite Kenny Pickett. And then he says, no. And then we got to, oh, all right, who's next on the list? You know what I mean? They privately probably called a few guys who deserved it over Huntley. And then they just got down to the bottom of the barrel and, and they, they had like, to go with Tyler Huntley. Dodgeball? And, nah, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah. Dodgeball? And like, you saw the emotion of what this means to people. Jeremy Reeves, you saw that. Mm-hmm. And you get rewarded with the skills challenge. Like, that's, that's what I have a problem with. Would you, you know, rather get ball rewarded out during? He's gonna ball out during the, the flag football. You Listen know, Reeves, right now he's gonna ball out during flag football. Listen, <laughs> you know, right Reeves now. is gonna have himself a good time. <laughs> right won't. now, I understand. Uh, we did have people bringing up Robert Edwards, who did tear up a knee playing flag football on yeah, the it beach. Was on the beach. On the beach. On the beach. Yeah. On the beach. It was, it was How about you different? Do but seven on seven, put the passing helmet on. Running clock, ten minute running clock, four minute quarters. You're allowed to sub in. You're allowed to sub in two subs per team, and just and go. I mean, that's cool. At least so you how have is somebody pads. down? At least you have pa- yeah. At least you have pads and 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 helmets on, and it's seven on seven. There's a little physical contact, like running. But they're clock, not going to do the physical sub, contact. You know, do it like remember the Rock and Jock uh, MTV basketball mm-hmm. back in the day. Like the four yeah. point basket was way up high. Right. Do something like that. Like you got to start at <laughs> like the thirty five. If you throw like a touchdown in the first play, it's worth like was so it, many points. Yeah, like three on three it. that also has like the spots on the ba- the floor. Yeah, that more make it like well. that. Like that would be cool rather than okay, flag football, dodgeball, NFL ball, street. You remember street playing that game? game? Yes, NFL street. Yes. Make it make it like that. Now we're getting nominated here. Like TJ Nasty says, bring back the old skill competitions, forty yard dash, bench press, QB accuracy. Can't do that nowadays. In the good old days, guys aren't going to do that nowadays. They're doing skill challenges this year. What skill challenges are they doing? They're not doing anything to where football related the 40 where they're gonna tear a hammy. They did have that race last year, right? With Tyreek Hill raced like a bunch of Micah Parsons, they all raced the Pro Bowl, right? But I don't know if that was the official sanction deal, was it? I think that was kind of on their own. Uh I don't I don't think they did anything for real. Fastest man, fastest man in the NFL. I would love to see that back. But I'm telling cool. you, they're not going to do that. The, there's too much money riding Stop on these players. <laughs> uh, no, the players aren't going to do it. It's not the NFL. The players are the one who go out on the field and not do anything in the Pro Bowl because they don't want to risk the millions, hundreds of millions of potential dollars they can make. That's why it got that way. It didn't get that way because the NFL told them not to hit each other. True. They did it because... Don't hit me because I'm in my contract year and I want to make $75 million. Right. But then me and I tear my knee, I'm out $75 million. But then what if you go on vacation and you get, gets reported bike accident or fell down a step toward Achilles? What's the difference? That's it's, there's a risk. You have to weigh your risk, right? (laughs) And risk of going out on the football field and getting hurt is different than you having control over going riding around on your bike or motorcycle or whatever you have more control where you don't have control over crazy Duran Payne coming at you 320 pounds (laughs) and 
to try to rip your rag off. Cool. Now, (laughs) now here here are the events. On Thursday, they're going to have the dodgeball. Tomorrow? Uh, Yep, starts tomorrow. Dodgeball tomorrow. Hmm. No, no, so we're not watching that one. Lightning round. Uh, Apparently, this is 16 players compete in a three-part elimination challenge uh, that leaves one player left at the end to earn three points. What's the challenge? Uh, Three points. Lightning round splash catch. Teammate pairings from each will toss water balloons back and forth. Oh High my. stakes uh, attempt to catch <laughs> punts from a jugs machine. <laughs> Thrill of the spill. Remaining players will aim at targets attached to a bucket hanging above the head of an opposing conference's coach. Oh my god! Uh, this is like back. This is like a bar. The family barbecue. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. The nephews made this list up. Yeah. You longest just- drive. They're just literally. Just the furthest who can drive a golf ball uh, and precision passing presented by EA Sports Madden NFL 23 Mobile. Trev, you were just saying that they should try all these different crazy things. Well, here you go for a football game. Like, oh. <laughs> make it a different crazy. Like, what, what yeah. you, you want crazy? Here we go. Best catch presented by Uber Eats. It's the first round and it's essentially the dunk contest. Players will compete in a best best catch competition, showing off their creativity. Jeremy Reeves is a safety. How the Devon Payne is a lineman. Probably someone like Aaron McLaurin who's going to be in that (laughs) one. Well, that's what I'm saying. In the previous years, everybody was involved. That's all on Thursday, by the way. Well, I'm saying uh, oh, that's all do, on Thursday. That's all He'll on do Thursday. different events. They probably all do like different types of yeah, events. They, What's they, on Friday, Nathan? Uh, well, there's <laughs> nothing on here listed on Friday. Apparently, Sunday's the next day that they have something. I'm not sure how that worked out, but uh, this is all from NFL.com. Uh, Sunday, it's the best catch finale. Oh, uh, even then it's the gridiron gauntlet relay race. Uh, you know, four part gauntlet, forty yards in length. There you go. There's your forty yard dash. What time is uh, the, the three legged race <laughs> or the sack race? Or they, do they carry the, the spoon? What's the, the uh, what's the egg? Spoon? The egg with on yeah. the spoon, right? Well, there's an egg yeah. shortage now, so they probably uh, couldn't do that. Yeah, that well, they make enough money, like you said. Uh, kick tac toe, uh, kicker punter, long snapper mm. compete in a giant tic tac toe competition. Uh, move the chains four teams two teams from each conference compete side by side in a weighted wall pull so tug of war what Uh, the heck it is it is the uh, stone family barbecue yeah (laughs) i used to have a thing in elementary school called field day when you had teams with different color t-shirts and you did tug of war relays yeah used to get the ribbons if you won yeah, right. Did you get ribbons if you want? Yeah, we yeah, yeah, know sure. you didn't get any ribbons. I get. I, <laughs> I feel bad for you for not getting any ribbons. But the winners used I was to get on the ribbons. green team. Green team was always bad. What What were like the colors of the ribbons? Do you uh, remember, like for first and first, second, third. I just know the colors of the teams, but not ribbons. I feel. I feel like red was first. Red, yellow, green, maybe. Like I, I think I don't thing. care, nor does anyone care what ribbon was first. It's See, all participation trophy. We are going to move See, on. Nathan didn't get any topic. either. Look he didn't get any ribbons either. In field day. The, uh, yeah, I, I agree with our people. Let's move on to the next topic. One that caused some kind of contention this week was that senior bowl practices have started. Oh, Lord. 
and <laughs> Ron Rivera is swinging a golf club down at Pebble Beach, yeah. and people kind of took, you know, to Twitter with their little battles over that. Some people mm -hmm. obviously didn't think it was that big of a deal, and some people did think it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Where did you land on that one, Stoner? I mean, it's not a big deal at all. I mean, there are how many? I think they're upset about the Senior Bowl, one. And number two, they're upset about we don't have an OC yet, right? Well, then there's about seven or eight teams that don't have an OC. And now maybe their coach slash GM was not front page news on the TV swinging a golf club. But I bet you they were out golfing that day or doing something leisurely that day. It's fine. You don't have to work 24-7. No, it may be a little bit of bad optics just because it was on TV. But give me a break. It was not a big deal. You you don't you can't expect your coach to be working 24-7. They can go do events like this when you don't have um a coordinator yet. You have other people who are at the senior bowl. You don't he wasn't there last year. Their draft was pretty good. Right? And they so, drafted yeah. quite a few from the senior bowl. Jack Del Rio, Brent Weisselmeyer, and Christian Garcia, or my, yeah, Weisselmeyer, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Brent V, as I'm going to call him from this point forward, all representing the commander's front office. Well, actually, the entire there, front office were mm -hmm. there. And then this is Jack Del Rio, Brent V, and Christian Garcia, according to Nikki J. All those people were there for, yeah. for the commanders. So, yeah, I agree. Not a big deal. And as the 414 mentions here, Rivera did manage to interview Anthony Lynn during this time, mm -hmm. uh, as announced today. So, so not really a, a huge deal. He did drive uh, to make that happen down there in the Bay Area. Anthony Lynn, guys, OC. This is the late, you know, latest kind of news right now is they're waiting for Eric B from the Chiefs to be made available to have a conversation with him. Anthony, Anthony Lynn here getting the the uh, interview today. Where are you guys sitting on the offensive coordinator search, Trev? Uh, I think we're we're doing a great job with it. I think that it's showing that we – well, I do. It's showing that we're actually taking time to make sure we get everything fixable right and correct. Um, and, yes, we are waiting for Eric B. He might not come here, but we want to hear what he has to say. You never know. Mm -hmm. You just never know. Anthony Lynn, um, he saw what he did, I guess, in San Francisco last year. People say it's going to be a San Pizzi. Well, it might be, but you're still doing your due diligence. So I'm fine with how long it's taking because, yeah. you know, it's, it's a process. And for as far as him golfing, people, he can conduct interviews, but 99 times out of 100, no one's going to sign the dotted line right there on the first interview. They might wait out and come back the next day. So Ron can play around the golf if he wants to. He doesn't have to be at the senior bowl either because that's why he has the whole front office. And, his, you know, he trusts them so he doesn't have to be there. He's taking care of offense coordinator. They're scouting players for a draft. It's fine. This fan base is ridiculous. If Ron Rivera was taking was photographed, taking a number two in a porta potty or leaving the porta potty, they would say he's – you know, doing that instead of trying to find an OC. Give it time. Yeah, he's got to do his due diligence. Those are yeah, great words. Like, you you got to make sure that you get everybody and so that yes. you can compare everybody. If you hire one now before talking to Eric the <laughs> Enemy, 
you're, then you're not crazy. doing your job. No, you're not. Right? Just but do. also the people who are out there having an issue with it, or at least asking if there's you know trolling being the keyword. Let's not all act like we're not above a little trolling. Okay, everybody trolls. Yeah, I troll, you troll, every we all troll at least a little bit, but we all get offended when it's a troll against something that matters to us when it's Ron Some Rivera. people take the troll and roll with it and make it worse than what it really is. Yeah, but it, but it was just a troll job is all it was, which got blown up a little bit bigger than it probably should have. I, I think that it, it hit home, the if you're referring strictly to him golfing and, and uh, the junks, uh, the junked radio posting that or on Twitter and, and the people running with it. I think why it hit was because a lot of people did have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most people, well, I can't say a lot, but uh, there were people who were upset. I mean, Chris Russell, the rooster was mm-hmm. one of them. Yes, I do. I, I, I agree with you, gentlemen. I don't think it's that big of a deal. He was able to get the job done. It, it, it's, it is what it is there. Trav believes in PTO. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why he's wonderful to work for. Sky Bar in Lexington, Virginia. Um, I, I, let's get to the the uh, the me- metaphor here. Has put this up a couple times. You know, there's people who've been responding there. EP giving the thumbs down. The four one four giving a thumbs up here. Anthony Lynn, thumbs up or thumbs down as an offensive coordinator. Oh man, just, giving thumbs up based off what he did in San Fran with three different quarterbacks. I mean, he did have three different quarterbacks at one point, you guys, and they made the but playoffs. Was the offensive coordinator? I mean, Kyle Shanahan's yeah. the offensive coordinator. Well, Kyle Shanahan calls the plays. We don't necessarily all like know that for a fact. We're just saying that because we have history of him doing that. Things could be different. Well, we don't they, know that. We do know for a fact that Kyle Shanahan calls yeah. the plays. Not Ta- every Thomas single Brown's play. name we like. You think he, he might think call? That? Okay, he might call the play, but he might not design all the plays. We don't know that. Let's think about that. He's a well, he, look, coach. Look. Kyle Shanahan is the oh offensive coordinator. Okay. We're not if talking you, about Kyle Shanahan. Okay. I'm, I'm saying Anthony that Anthony Lynn was not okay. the offensive coordinator. We don't know that. That's we're we're yes, literally we basing that off of history, not facts. Uh, yes, that's facts. <laughs> it is facts, Trev. He is, Whatever. He I is think he's great. Whatever. Stoner, it sounds good. like you're down on Anthony yeah. Lynn. Why? I'm not down on Anthony Lynn. I'm not down on Eric Bieniemy. I'm not down on Pat Shermer or Studsville or Thomas oh, Brown. Brown. I'm not down or up or on any of these guys. I don't. I didn't interview them. I didn't talk to them. I can go and look at every one of their resumes, and I can see good and I can see bad. But I have no clue how good these guys are going to be in Washington working for Ron Rivera. And and you guys like to say I'm the one who rides the fence there. Okay. Okay. If you want, if you want to pick a a side, if you want me to pick a side, then I would say down. Down, really? Why? Why? Because I don't know anything about him. Oh my gosh! I can just look at his resume, and I can I can look at his resume, and I can say, ah, you know, he all right, but nothing stands out. That's the same with all these guys. Okay. Start start talking to me about guys who have already been offensive coordinators and had major success. Well, okay. so you're not getting them then, as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, we're because not if, they're, if, if they ha- if they're an offensive coordinator with major success, they're looking at head coaching jobs. That's my point. 
That's what I'm saying. So you need to pick somebody who has upside. Do you think Anthony Lynn as an offensive coordinator has upside? Sure. I mean, how would I know? How would you know? How would anybody sitting here in this room right now, how would anybody know if he is going to be a good offensive coordinator? We all thought Scott Turner was going to be a good offensive coordinator. No one did. I don't think that he can. Young, innovative, came from uh, the Norv Turner tree. Which is the Bill Walsh tree, essentially, you know, when it comes down to it. No. So, yeah, we all thought Scott Turner was going to be it. Bro, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me Kyle Shanahan, I know we're not talking about him, had all the time in the world to really scheme up for three quarterbacks like that without help from Anthony Lynn at all. Is that what you're saying? I didn't say he didn't have help. I'm just saying he's not the offensive coordinator. What What is his title in San Francisco? He was the assistant head coach and, and, and quarterbacks coach. Running back. Running back. Sure, running back yeah. He's not the offensive coordinator. And neither is Kyle Shanahan. Right? But so Kyle Shanahan is the one that calls plays. Kyle Shanahan so, is the offensive mind of the team. Maybe he's the offensive. He's obviously the offensive mind, too, or else he wouldn't have that job. He He's a good guy to have. He's had <laughs> some experience, whatever. He's not going to come in here and all of a sudden turn this team around offensively you don't know that you're right that's my point <laughs> Doug here, lynn has lots of experience as a running back coach what he which he currently is uh which supposedly fits the running style they the commanders want to play welcome to 1980 then okay this is not the strength of the team i get that he fits what they want but that's not going to fix this offense Becoming a stronger running team is not going to fix this offense. It might. Go get, a, go get me a guy who has a track record of having a great offense. And you know what that'll match up with? A uh, quarterback. <laughs> okay. Sam, the the uh, 414 here with now. more information for you, Stoner. Lynn this. did well in San Diego, L.A. with the Bolts. And, and he was the offensive coordinator in Detroit in 2021. Got swift on the map. Hello? And Swift killed us. Did you remember that? Oh, my God. (laughs) See what I'm saying? You can fit any narrative that you want to fit with these guys. Okay? (laughs) So he did well with San Diego slash L.A. Who were the running backs during that time? Malcolm Brown, Cam Akers. Oh, the Bolts? Yeah. When he was the O.C., who were the running backs? Probably I have no idea. Austin Eckler. Was he there during that time that yeah, Anthony Lynn was there? Anthony Maybe a year he was, he was or something. He, yeah, he was there. Okay. What did he have? He had a guy Gordon. named Marvin Gordon was one of his Yeah, guys. hello. Pro Bowl. Melvin. But Melvin. All right. Yeah. Okay. He's, 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 he's inefficient now. We're moving on from him. But. Okay. So you're giving me guys who are great players. Okay. That's what a good coach does. He has great players. A coach is only as good as his personnel. Don't tell me DeAndre Swift, who I believe was a first-round pick, okay, is not supposed to be good, and he's only good because Anthony Lynn was there. Don't tell me that these other guys that had uh, Philip Rivers and you know Hall of Famer and Justin Herbert, future Hall of Famer, he was good at coordinating them. Ooh. That's a okay. early, early shot. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the best young QBs in the league. Okay. So Maybe. it's you're only as good as your personnel. Okay. You you can be a great coordinator because you have great personnel. 
don't tell me that these some of these court now it does happen with guys like maybe a day bowl right he he improved daniel jones right or was it mike kafka because hello mike kafka was the offensive coordinator or did brian Dayball fix josh allen when he was in buffalo you know who knows but you have to have the personnel and you have deandre swift a first round draft pick Ooh, he made him really good all right well fine bro he's a first round draft pick he should be good that's all I, I'm telling you. I'm personally, I think Anthony Anthony Lynn would be a great hire I too. from Washington. Why? I have him as my number two because he has had um, success both as an OC and a head coach in this okay. league. He does fit their style. I think that he is a coach who's kind of cut from the same cloth as Rivera. You hear a lot about how Rivera is a good coach you know, to the players and kind of a mentor to them. And I think that Anthony Lynn fits that mold. He's my number two OC, uh, Thomas Brown's number one, namely because he's younger. He does also come from a high-speed offense there with the McVay offense. Uh, he's kind of bounced around. He's gotten, you know, he's doing tight ends. He's doing running backs to kind of, you know, broaden his perspective on how the game is played. And you hear him, and he's motivating. So Thomas Brown would be number one, but Anthony Lynn, I'd be, I'd be more than happy for Washington to get him. I'm a little down on Eric B. <laughs> That's for different reasons. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting. A lot of people calling Stoner wrong in the chat. Stoner though is talking about how the players matter. They absolutely do, and you guys are the players in our show right now. We got Tommy T, Michael, the four one four, Gus Bus. We got Doug in here. We got. I already said Michael. You guys are ch uh, chatting all the way. Metaphor is in there. EPs in there. Caleb is in the house. TJ too nasty. Allison showing up. Uh, I'm surprised she hasn't said anything about go birds just yet. Star force is in the house as well. Do you agree with stoner? Do the players matter? Uh, I hope they the do, more than the coaches. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. The players matter more than coaches, but I want to ask, do the players matter? Because that's what we're going to be talking about next here. Who yeah. should Washington cut from the roster and who should they extend? Who are those key players? Washington extend all that's coming up. Stay with us here on ref the district. The game is brought to you by Pacers running stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and DC for the best running footwear, apparel and gear. Just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers running exists to help as many people as possible through running for every run. It's Pacers running.